producers and we budgeted us 20 bucks for this video, so. Like, we already manually. spent that on coffee and Red Bull, so we're <laughs> fucked. I was like manually <laughs> fucking focusing on everybody. <laughs> and now we want a large pizza and we're fucked. <laughs> <laughs>
was very uh, consistent, and they were uh, and they were like Andrew is a fucking genius behind the lens. Like he ta- he thinks when, whenever I have an idea, and I tell him that it's the exact same fucking thing that I'm thinking that he's shooting. So it's like like he's really really good into that. And I for a while we kept switching rosters because they 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 either. Either would put it, pay them, and they wouldn't deliver the pictures, or they would like be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I'm working on it, I'm working on it," and because that's what happened with. Oh yeah, oh. We, we paid, we paid okay. her, and we never got a picture. So oh. we're like, so we're like, oh. wow. Yeah, that's that's something I noticed with Andrew. Like, we'll be at scales on a Sunday, and you know we'll be at scales till you know ten, eleven, sometimes midnight. Yeah, and by Tuesday morning, I'm getting. Andrew sending me pictures on Facebook, like, yo, look at this shot, like, yeah, like, so fast, so, like, and it's not like, it's not like, buddy just fucking take picture, you know, uploads it, like, Andrew goes through fucking, how many fucking photos do you take, but, like, I go through OCD hell is what I like to call it, <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah, a lot of photos, um, how do I describe this, like, I get, I find that I get my best photos when I'm not continuous shooting, so that's when I'm panning and I'm like, click, click. Huh. Versus, like, a lot of people shoot, like, I don't know, 100 frames per second. Brrr, like, you know what I mean? And they have, like, shit done picture. Yeah, and you still get good, great shots. But, like, I don't know. I, that's what I call OCD hell. I'll go, I'll get into a mood where I'll just want to do the non, non-continuous shooting, and then I'll go crazy, like, at mission, and go 100 <laughs> shots per second, like, brrr, crazy. <laughs> and I end up with, like, 10,000 photos, and I'm like, hmm. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Time to go through this for the so next get, it's, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard to find that balance, right? Yeah. Um, at scales, I find, and that's how I'm able to do that, is that I'm not doing 100 frames per second shooting all the time. I'm doing uh, panning shots and also a lot of stills. And it's, it's crazy because even just scale, like scales is an open part. There's nothing like nice about like there's not no, it's not it's, it's not like a nice background. It's like a <laughs> it, it, it's just like a way station, right? And yeah. like. The best shot that I have in my car, where honestly, like, I'll, I'll link it whenever, uh, whenever I hit it. But my favorite shot of my car is you, you took it at scale, like randomly, you just, just like, like the the background, like the car looked fast. There was smoke, like you know what I mean. It's just the car looked fast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> looked. That's, everyone remember hey. that. Looked. That's yeah, our twenty life. <laughs> yeah, no scales too. Like some Andrew shots are. The best ones I have, like yeah, I there's some still shots that Andrew took of mine when the car was just parked, and uh, one is kind of the rear quarter shot. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. yeah. About, I yeah. love that one because you see me with like the eight eight one hoodie on just off to the side of the car, and it just works perfect. And then there's another one of kind of me and Rude are doing like a stare down over by the pit section too. Oh yeah, we're both yeah. changing tires and yeah, that I think one, I know. I think I know that one. Right I love yeah, too. Yeah. It's such a banger. And like, I mean, this guy will. Basically risks his life taking some of these pictures. Like I'll be like coming around the bathrooms like like just as fast as I can. Just I just walk in there and Andrew out. and I'm like, oh god. Oh god. Oh, god. Don't oh, god. don't hit Andrew. Hit anything else but Andrew. Just be just alright. We haven't talked about it until now, so just keep this in your mind. I am cognitively aware that you are sliding at me. <laughs> That's why I look like Chantel when, when she first came out, she was kinda of freaked out a little bit, like how close I was getting. I'm like, Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. I, I know, like I know, I'm watching. If it goes wrong, I'm I'm first thing. And then there's me that's filming Ophir that's that's really aiming for me and I'm, I'm just looking through my phone like, Oh, that's a good shot. I'm like, I'm like a foot away from oh, oh. Oh, we had a, a similar incident. It wasn't really an incident, but uh, I think it was Mark. Mark was 
being chased by Jesse at Northern Bout in the the uh, outer zone one, and Mark had overshot a little bit and clipped the the inside the the pylon and sent it flying. And I'm here like click 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 click. Phew! The foot was this. <laughs> click 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 click. <laughs> <laughs> was that when you were standing over by where I was? Yeah, that? yeah. The bot? I remember that. I remember pylon that. just flew in front. Yeah, I'll show you the picture later. You can actually see it's like click pylon, click crunch, <laughs> click. <laughs> Oh, that's too good. <laughs> Holy shit. But yeah, um, uh, scales is, yeah, it is rough. Like, if you were there to physically see it in person, it, it's a rough, it's a rough lot. It's got a, 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 what I call a cavern going down the whole center of it there. You know, yeah, that, yeah, pretty there. big dip. And yeah. there's, uh, there's no, uh, there's no, like, we have a general layout that we usually run, but there's, there's no, nothing that delimits the, the road. Yeah. So somebody can take it super wide, the other one's gonna they take it super shallow. So whenever you're, you're, well, for me, it's whenever I'm chasing them, like, I, I, I got to really focus on the, the car in front. But for you, whenever you're taking pictures, like, maybe one car is going to be, like, eight feet away from you, but the other one's going to, like, just glaze you. Yep. Um, who's a good example of that? I'll say when Mark is doing runs with Jordan and Jordan's bed. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Well, I mean, Mark's car is, it's Mark's car. It's tuned to do what it does. And Jordan is progressively t- tuning his bet to get to that point. So, like, a lot of times, he'll loop it a lot wider than Mark. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Like, Mark, I'm like, oh, okay, Mark, here comes Mark. I'm like, holy shit, here comes Jordan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Takes a picture of, like, yeah, a tire. Yeah. <laughs> like, knock on wood, it hasn't happened yet, but I really don't understand how I haven't had a fucking uh, pebble go through a lens yet. Fuck, that's right. I, I, yeah, I have not had that happen yet. Yeah, I've had a camera fly off the back so... of your car at speed. Yeah. That time, remember, I left it on the back of your, your hatch. You just like you started going. I'm like, oh look, yeah, this. yeah. I felt so bad. Here's my camera. Here's my camera. Yeah. But yeah, no, I haven't had a single like close which, call like that yet. Which is pretty crazy to think about because that parking lot is just oh. dirt and dust and well, there's how many 18 wheelers go literally through that's that on a daily basis. Literally, right? you ask anybody who knows 63 North and South, it's. That's what terrible it's with rocks and rocks just and pebbles and yeah, it's, it's yeah. basically just a truck full in that's all that's, that's all that it is and that <laughs> scale is open every single truck northbound and southbound has full in yeah. yeah so it's it's constantly filthy just rocks dirt well there's times we, we go down there we can't get in there yeah yeah right? like it's, it's, and a lot of times we gotta go like I, I know because I go to it I go knock on their, their window I'm like hey do you mind if we drift right next to you like buddy's like halfway asleep but I've also time buddy just comes out or goes on top of his fucking cargo and just wow. takes yeah, it. Yeah, I've seen that so many times. times. Like, yeah. We'll be going like a truck will pull in and just you know he's there to sleep, but in the end he's he's just listening to limiter all. Yeah, all he's night. usually getting out with the phone camera and then after about ten minutes he takes off the rest area down the road. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> like my other question was like with with uh, more sports photography, like how like how is it to shoot for like. Whenever, whenever I went to mission, you, you shot for... Okay, all right, yeah, yeah. So when we are shooting at scales, and we had a fella out there with a, a speed trap gun. I think he borrowed it from a local PD guy. Um, he was shooting, and I think the highest entry at scales was, I believe it was Mark, and I think it was just over 100 kilometers an hour he was coming into that long. That, that makes right. sense. Which is... It, that, it's, it's pretty insane. insane. <laughs> but, that's, <laughs> but that's not an average run. That's Mark trying to get 100 kilometers an hour into that entry. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I'd say our average speeds at scales is 80 and 90. Yeah, so yeah. I was thinking around 80 kilometers an yeah. hour. So, and when you're shooting that, 
in what I call an enclosed space, closed track, closed loop, which and generally there's only two real layouts you guys would do through that. You get used to it. It's easy. It's easy to pan. It's easy to follow, right? But then when I went to Mission, first professional uh, competition I ever, ever shot, and friggin' I can't remember who was up first. I think it was Ryan Drutz and, or Drutz, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, and <laughs> I think Paul, uh, Chris Pollard were coming in, and they're just like, buck 10, V8 screaming, and I'm like, ah, ah, ah. And then, so it took, like, I think, like, the first couple of hours of the practice, even, to finally start getting my mojo, we'll call it, or in the zone, and being able to follow and get those nice, crisp, clear And then there's images. there's rules that you gotta follow, oh, like, yeah, you have, uh, yeah, you gotta be at a, you can't be, what is it, you gotta be in a certain field of vision of the drivers. Yeah, and if you, you uh... cross at certain times. Did, didn't the, uh... Didn't they uh, get mad at you guys? Because one time, like, uh, you guys went out in, like, a, a spot that we're not allowed to photograph. Oh, yeah. And they stopped yeah. everything. In yeah, it wasn't me, I swear to God. But <laughs> so, somebody did get into a position where they weren't supposed to be. Um, I guess they call it, like, the line of fire. More specifically, I guess, for, like, the tail ends of the vehicles, like, so they don't launch shrapnel at you. Yeah. I'm assuming. And, yeah, someone got in that zone. Uh, I can't remember who it was. I think it was an older gentleman, actually. If I remember correctly, but yeah, yeah, yeah they had to a, shut her down for a good solid ten, fifteen to get everybody on the same page again. Yeah. And then, that's yeah. a big thing. I remember being at uh, Stratotech uh, during Strato Bash. I was driving a Dubai's car, and there was some people. It was uh, at the carousel part, right before you go back to the main straight, okay. the uh, the back carousel. Yeah, and I came in there, and I went a little too far to the outside of the track, and the rear bumper nailed. Like three pylons. It was like three pylons set up, and it was just do do do. And I fired all three of them into the field, and I could actually see some of the guys that were in that field were kind of like, "Oh shit!" Like trying to get out of the way because I just launched them all in there, and like that that stressed me out a bit. I'm like, man, these some of these guys have some balls to be in there, or like, like game that that literally comes like an inch away from our bumper while we're drifting. You ever seen oh, that? No. I, okay, I haven't. Disclosure, I haven't been to Stratotech yet. No, no, not that Stratotech at uh, Mexico, the industrial one. Like, you know, like the front clip that we hit? Like the... Oh, yeah. The, yeah. You, you, know, you know which one I'm talking about? Like, yes, no, yes, okay, yeah, So yeah. there's like that front clip wherever we uh, we go? Yeah, uh, yes, okay. <laughs> Holy yeah, fuck, yeah. man, there's a few times I was like, man, I'm sure, I'm, I'm hitting him for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he runs out. Quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good. But never, never got hit. He always, he always jumps no, out like right. I think right he's pretty aware and yeah. he's pretty agile too. Like that guy's, you know, like yeah. a rag doll. If you did hit him, I'm sure he'd just get up. And keep, <laughs> I'm sure he'd just get up and keep going, anyways. Like he's 100, 150 pounds of fury. Um, yeah, no, there's been a few times, and like that, uh, that Mexico spot you're talking about is even sketchier again because it's even less looked after as if that was more possible. Uh, well, so that's like a, the it's a construction of, site. Well, yeah, it's right. So the amount of, the amount of gravel is like on the side of the road. Like, there's there's been times, man, oh, fear scared the shit out of me, and like I go to book it out of the way, and like skate sneakers, loose gravel. <laughs> like, where are you going? Nowhere, right? <laughs> So there's been a few times I've had my heart up my throat. Yeah, no that spot is sketchy. I think yeah. every time we go there, somebody's in the ditch. Yeah, usually I, it's, I, you. I, it's usually me. It's I'm not gonna lie. It's usually me. I've been the first one that had to get pulled out of the ditch every time we went there. Oh, but it's so like, dude, I love that spot because it's so. Uh, you're always on the edge. You're yeah, always like, on the at edge. scales. It's like one thing. Like if you spin out, like okay, mm-hmm. what are you risking? Space. You could hit the you could hit the light pole, but like chances are you're not gonna. 
If more, you, like, yeah, if but you, like, if you spin out, you're know. fine. And I, yeah. I'm more worried about hitting somebody else, like that you're drifting. With. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Other than that, like, because yeah. scales is like, uh, as long as you're, you have like a basic understanding of drifting, like uh, as long as you have like certain, certain background of drifting, you'll, you'll be, you'll be fine all day there. Like, there's one pole, there's one washroom, and you just gotta watch for the crowd. But the crowd, like, usually we try to tell them to like. Fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah. Just like back off a little bit. But like even with just learning being at scales, there's still that big open area. There where, is, well, yeah. that's where I learned, right? You guys taught me donuts and figure eights yeah. in that one open area. Yeah. But like at Mexico spot, it's like... Mexico is like, if you fuck up... One mistake. One mistake. You're in the ditch. <laughs> and like some of those ditches are not... They're, to fucking they're not forgiving. No. Uh, Francois, this, like I thought he was rolling this year. Yeah. yeah. But I thought he was done. I love it just for the fact that there's that little element of thing. So I like to like uh, to kind of dip my wheel in the ditch and then come <laughs> yeah. out. And I, I love that spot. I, I really want to go tandem with Ophir there. But I always ended up that either my car was fucked or his car was fucked every time yeah. we went there. But yeah. yeah. I feel like people break there more often too. Like almost every time we go there, Break? somebody breaks. Well, because... Oh, like vehicle break, yeah, you mean? Yeah, vehicle break. Well, the thing is like that front clip, whenever you hit it, if you don't hit it correctly, if you go too deep into it, it happens to like that happens all the time because you sound, like we try to link it in a certain way that if we don't link it properly, uh, your old front clip goes into this and yeah, it comes well, back out. Yeah, that's on the front yeah. end, and then on the back end too. There's a nice dip too. <laughs> yeah. there's, a, there's a nice bump that can send you completely off track. Like yeah, where? you got to be careful. Like you can't flirt with it. Like that's why I learned. Like I love that. St- I I just love that. But you can't flirt with it. But if you go if you go two balls in it, you're just gonna yeah, get don't, sunk don't in. Get yeah. Too greedy. Yeah, yeah, you're just yeah. gonna get sunk in. Yeah. So, like, I remember last year learning out there. It was like, just just getting so ballsy with it, like full throttle as fast as I could, like third gear entry into it, and immediately just because I'd never drifted there. It was immediately, <laughs> yep, I'm going in the ditch. Right <laughs> <laughs> I, and it happens. The thing with drifting is. <laughs> I keep editing those videos and like every time we talk about me crashing into you. So every time I'm like, fuck, people won't, won't drift with me anymore. But the, the thing is, you, you, like, for, for those, I don't always crash into Paul. There's a backstory to it. There is. We, there is. We, 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 we touch each other twice and there's a backstory. But the thing that people are, are scared of, they're scared of messing up with drifting. That's why I keep telling people don't build a car too nice where you're going to be scared of drifting. Exactly. My car is my, my car from like far. It looks it looks okay. It looks like it looks fine. But if you go go close to it, like I kick my car. It's made to to take bomb. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? So hundred percent. That's don't be scared of going to the, the ditch one. As long as you don't no. roll. Like that. Well, I think I think we've all seen from enough clips that me and the G have a oh a love hate relationship. Yeah. I love that car. Uh, I don't think it loves me because I uh, just well from using the back bumper as a trampoline to yeah <laughs> just that's what doing people, anything I can to hurt that car. That's what that's what people don't, like. Me and Paul are weird about our car. Like he's the same shit as me. I I, I don't I build my car to drift and to tap doors. Paul yeah. just has no understanding of, <laughs> of value of anything. <laughs> like anything that he showed up the first time I like one of the first time I met him. He came here to help with a car i think and he was wearing a gucci hat <laughs> he has this one, no one here to be exact he has no understanding on how money works so he just, he just kicks his car yeah, underneath the car with transport yeah. driven on me and i'm wearing gucci yeah but anyway like another thing i want to talk to you about like because you're trying 
it, it's fair to say that the end goal is to make money out of photography, right? Yes. Like that, like it's not necessarily the end goal, but like at one point that's what like. Well, of course, yeah, kind yeah. of a, a kind of a dream you'd say like do, yeah. do do something that you are passionate about that right now is a hobby to eventually be something. That's that's right. Yeah, I don't want to be uh, swinging five pound fucking sledgehammers and building <laughs> massive PT pumps for the rest of my life. No, and anyone who tells himself that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, like uh, I, the running joke with me and Chantel is where Chantel's doing sales at Ford and she keeps telling me like, she's doing great this month and great them. I'm like, yes, my love, you rake in the money, I'll retire and do photography. No, no problem. <laughs> but yeah, no, that is the angle. That would be nice. Yeah, but the all heart, because I know, like, I've, I've been trying to help you, like, uh, get your, your, get the, get your like contracts and shit like that because it's. But like, it's hard. Dude. Like, it's not the. It's no. Like I like I said before, people don't want to pay. No, you know what I mean. And people look at it for face value again. Like they look at just the guy with the camera up to his eye, and he takes the picture, and then half an hour later, you have your your shot. Yeah. Whereas sometimes you might look out, you might get that shot, right? Yeah. But a lot of the time, that's it's that's fucking... not the case. It takes a couple hours of editing. You do off one edit and then you like look at it for half an hour and you're like, oh shit, now I gotta do that again. And yeah, you know what I mean. So and a lot of people don't look at it like that. And when I, you got into photography, was it always automotive photography as the end goal, or were, did you get into photography before cars were even like uh, that's a, in so your mindset? I've been absolutely obsessed with these money pits. <laughs> for for like my whole life so like when I did start catching on like getting interested in the cameras part, part of it that's where it started that is 100% where it started and then I used what I learned about like rule of thirds and, and the technical mumbo jumbo that I could bore you, your eyes eyes and ears out all day with uh, and then I started applying that to different stuff like nature etc that's one like big thing that I keep telling I've told that to you I think at least five person that I personally know that creates content like either videography or pho- photography yep fucking do other shit don't, don't just do car yep. you can get paid like you, you got it first experience like you can just add a car like well it still revolves around car but a car wash you just come you just go there you take some flicks and then you can you, you tell them like yeah I can do that for you yeah. you know what I mean yeah. every business wants that professional front mm-hmm. it's like Napa up here like, if you go look at Napa, Fort McMurray, compared to Napa anywhere else, you'll see how much how much more uh, dedication, dedication they put to their social media. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Their content, like, they make videos every month. They make uh, they make pictures every month, like, professionally. And that's why, that, that is probably not just why, but it's one big part of why that Napa is the best selling in North America. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Napa, Fort McMurray, compared to... Like where I'm from on the East Coast, our nap is like no. I don't even think they have Instagram or Facebook pages. Like they might just say, Yeah, we're open. Yeah. But like as for like, you know, using content to actually reach out to people and stuff like that, like Nap Form Murray is it's top. Yeah, absolutely. And a, a lot of not not just the Napa's but like a lot of other uh, companies struggle with that too. Mm-hmm. And that's the changing and changing in the times, right? Because they, they a lot of them are still old school and they don't fully understand the power of social media yeah. as when if you have like a very professional looking uh page or whatever or whatever else yeah. it may it makes your business look like a whole 100%. different level so and to add to what you were just saying here about 
the social media bit. I didn't have when I moved up here a couple of years ago. I didn't have social media. I I, I did, but it was kind of personal stuff. Personal, but like I just kind of I, I don't know. I hit a, a, a ceiling, we'll call it, and I just didn't want it. I didn't want much to do with it anymore, so I got rid of it. And then I'd say probably six six months into being up here, I realized that like social media is probably the best tool for advertising oh yeah 100%. right and it's free unless you're paying into boosting your ads and stuff like that that's why so, i keep uh so i keep saying to you like let's say uh, area 63 where they, they did like at the, the beginning of the year now they got better but at the beginning of the year they had a very uh low social pre- uh, presence on social media yep. i kept telling them you don't need you don't need to pay for uh for expensive branding you don't need to pay for this or that yeah Go on Facebook, make a post a day about your weekend or whatever. Just make, just keep, stay consistent, and that's what we, that's all we did for Northern Belt. We 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 just ran our normal social media, and when it came to Northern Belt, for the first two like two weeks between uh, before the event, we we spent like four hundred bucks in advertising on Facebook uh, directly, yep. and we had like really good turnout. You know what I mean? You yeah. don't need yeah. much. You just need to like get to have a presence. That's right. Yeah. And the the shit you're not, you can go back through if you were to and see your outlook of who you reached. I guarantee you from coast to coast, man. Yeah. Coast to coast. I know for a fact that my brother is down in Newfoundland right now plugging the shit out of it. So, uh, yeah. (laughs) Like, he is so stoked to be here. And that was was another really cool thing at Northern Mouth. He had never been here in Fort McMurray before. Never been to a drift competition before in his life. And he come up here and boom. All our friends are competing in a $10,000 showdown. Yeah. Yeah. He's there like... Well, I, I can remember being... Uh, back home and I texted you about this when it happened but I can remember being back home and I was wearing this hoodie and somebody that I I didn't go to the same high school as him but like we were in high school at the same time different high school I, I got you yeah, but yeah. like small towns same, we all know each other yeah, yeah. Um, actually seen the hoodie and brought it up I was like oh my god like do you know those guys because like I've seen them on YouTube I've seen them drifting like that's pretty cool I was like well yeah actually I'm <laughs> pretty good friends with kind all of, of these kind guys of, and I, I remember texting JC right away and that was that was early days of 8A1 that uh, I was pretty impressed about that it had already reached you know that far, yeah. people far on the east coast it's not just in this town anymore you had last laughter for yeah for, for, <laughs> he got me for yeah, he anyway. got me for like a meter and then you blew, you yeah, blew it up, blew so. it up yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's okay. I did that twice this summer. Well, talking about you know being cheap and certain stuff and certain stuff, not like when I blow up that engine, don't care, get it fucking running, get it running, get it running, get it running. But like then I'm like two thousand dollar wheels. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. Well, <laughs> I'm a big, big, big advocate of fake wheels. You give me all the fake wheels. I I'll break all the fake wheels before I buy a by one. I personally cent. feel better ruining a hundred and. Eighty dollar wheel yeah. versus a five hundred and fifty dollar wheel. Well, personally, well, personally. Well, the thing is, like, my 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 love of drifting comes into like the like the like the hardcore drifting, wherever you're side by side, you, you bump into uh, yeah. like you you get your will to bump on somebody. Like that's why Ophir has like bump on his wrap. That's why I have some <laughs> yeah. too. It's it's what we like to do. So for me to to spend three grand on a set of wheels doesn't make much sense. Well, you're, you're and then there's this guy. <laughs> hey, listen, all of my real wheels were cheap. Fair enough. Right? I got three piece wheels out of Edmonton for sixty bucks. Dude said he bought a house, <clears throat> and, they were, and they were in the garage of the house, and he just 
He didn't know what they were, just wanted them out of there, so he threw them on Kijiji for 60 bucks. And <laughs> all that I seen, I seen in the pictures, it was a work. Uh, well, I seen the a W? Quip. Oh, no, it, was just, it said a quip on the, uh, the, center, the uh, center cap. <laughs> so I called Jordan Rude right away because I knew he was in the city. I was like, go get these right now. Right now, yeah. Because <laughs> I had no clue if they're real or not, and then got them back to Fort Max, sure shit. What I mean? 60 Three bucks piece. if they're fake? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's like, what I was thinking, right? Yeah. If they're fake, whatever, right? I'm at sixty bucks, so I just sent the dude the e transfer right away. I didn't care if, uh, yeah. like, you know, again, if they were fake, or, sixty bucks, yeah, you so, could have got your sixty so, yeah. bucks back, right? Yeah. If you didn't want them, yeah. or you yeah. could just threw them on the G and ruin the shit out. Well, of that's all my plan was. Is like they look half decent, even if they are fake, I'll still ruin them, right? They're sixty bucks. I got tires on. Them. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's me robbing on your fucking rear wheel. Remember those? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Paul was like, yeah, yeah, touch me, touch me. <laughs> I, I went and touched him, but I touched his rear wheels. <laughs> yeah. it was, yeah. That was funny. I was taking that video. I was like, yeah, you touched him. <laughs> <laughs> you can uh, see like a, a black mark on his <laughs> Which wheels were they? I can't even remember. I don't remember, but we, we both were like... I pre- I, the, 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 we we were looking at each other, but me and the, you were in the car. I was in the car. Yeah. I was like, I'm pretty sure I touched him, oh, but I couldn't you, see anything. You touched him. Yeah, I, I couldn't see anything on his car. I was yeah, like, we felt it. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah, I got out too, and I'm like looking for it because that was before the Jeep was damaged. Yeah, that yeah. was before all of the damage happened. So like, we're looking for it. I was like, I don't see anything. Yeah, then, what happened? And then yeah, we found it on the wheel. The yeah, wheel it was, was on, on, the, on the real wheels. The only thing that that was like. <laughs> I found it, like, there's this one guy out scales, he came up to me one day, and I think I had the car on the Graham Lights, or the CRKs, and he came up, he's like, no way that they're real. I was like, yeah, they're real. He's like, are you drifting on those? I was like, yeah, 100%. And then, I threw on the Model 6s, he's like, there's no way they're real. I'm like, these are real as well. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, showing him the back of the truck, I'm like, we got four ABS Model 6s, two CRKs, two Graham Lights, two work equipment helos, two uh, work moisters, so I was like, we got... Everything here is real. And he's like, you're fucked. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm like, well, every real wheel here was less than $500. So I don't get I don't. that stigma, though. Like, yeah. It seems to be a stigma. Like People who are like obsessed with real wheels and like, peasants and buying other wheels. No. Yeah. Like, it's just, yeah. And then you look at someone like yourself. It's just, it doesn't matter if it's real or fake. I'm going to destroy this shit up. Well, my... Yeah. Most expensive wheels that I have in my collection are my fast FC09s that are a, f- a fake wheel. I yeah. paid really fake. Yeah, they're the most expensive wheels that I have in my whole set of wheels. Huh. Yeah, right. is it one that I like? Right? The, yeah, the, like yeah, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're yeah. like TE knockoffs. Yeah, right? oh, yeah, I bought them from Aaron Day. He got them for me at Wheels Plus. Okay, and they're the most expensive set of wheels I've ever bought, and they were like thousand dollars. And I'm huh. saying, like again, I have work Meisters, work CRKs, like, but still. The fake wheels are the most expensive wheels I bought. Didn't you, did, didn't you pop the tires once on the Warp Meister? Uh, no, that was the that was the ABS Model Sixes. Because at that point, I knew they were considered a real wheel, right? They're a Advan wheel. I knew they were considered real, but I didn't know what they were worth. And <laughs> I remember when and, you found <laughs> I, I blew the tires on them, but like I was like just so into it at that point, I stayed in it. So I'm riding rim, and I'm drifting on just rim, being an idiot, and. uh it was like two or three days later, a set came up in Rare Wheels Awareness for like $3,500, and I almost threw off. <laughs> <laughs> the same like Saturday you was like. <laughs> they were in great shape, and I just completely, now they're just, they're terrible. Now they're just ruined. Oh, like, two of them don't hold air, the, yeah, the like, paint I, is beat off them. It's just so fucked up, because like, my favorite set of wheels are like, uh, it's a Advan SA3Rs, B2s. 
And like if you were to go back twenty years ago, they were like a relatively unheard of or unrecognized wheel. Like not very many people worldwide say use them. Mm-hmm. And now, like I said, there's twenty odd year old uh, twenty odd year old sets of those wheels corroded to hell, paint chipped galore, and they're <laughs> still selling for over two thousand dollars. So SA three they're they're three spoke, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Conway Brandon, same as yeah, yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. So his his are the version, his are, his are the version ones. Okay, I think they're two, yeah. two pieces. Anything yeah. three spoke right now is kind of blowing up. I, I, they're in. Fucking ten years ago, people went, ew, ew. <laughs> well, I can remember me being like sixteen year old me, and I was actually looking at a Civic hatch with three spokes on it. They were Advan three spokes. Oh and yeah, I. I hated the muscle cap. I buy this car, they're going. Like, they gotta go. And now I'm like, yeah, three spokes are dope. <laughs> Wait, my thing is, it always looked like Sunfire rims. Yeah. That, well, that, they, that was always been my yeah, thing. Yeah, they kind of do. And then, yeah. then Andrew, sh- like, you showed me uh, three spokes on MR2. I was like, oh, yeah. fuck, you know I what? I want to get these. Like, they 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 three spokes work. like, fucking look. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, doesn't look that bad. Uh, no. Um, then there's kids like me, man. I was fucking, I don't know, six or seven years old playing Auto Model Easter and the PS2 rocking Advans and every vehicle in there. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just don't understand it. Like I said, that there's, there are literally 20 odd year old pieces of aluminum that people are making replicas of now. Like, yeah. I, it was to my understanding, like with art, once people are making replicas of your art piece, that drives the fucking price down or up. I can't remember now. Well, it's. I find real wheels right now, especially if they're multi-piece, are going up. Oh, multi-piece. It makes like perfect anything sense. Anything that's three-piece is going up But right these now. are monoblock, literally just 20-year-old pieces of aluminum. Literally. Yeah. Just cut out in a certain shape. Hmm. Yeah, still going up. It's the name, right? The name. Yeah. Well, it's look like, at what they're doing with, like, uh, the SN95 Mustang three-spokes. They're going yeah. friggin' mentors. Yep. Like, I've seen a few lead. people running those now, actually. Yeah, everyone's dying for those now. Yeah. It's like... Everyone's on the big nostalgia kick. I think. I, think what it is. I can't. I can't. I can't keep going. Those fucking guys with wheels. <laughs> <laughs> I was not an episode of Casting Cat. We're gonna go. That's my cue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll pin the best comment from the last episode on right there. They're on pause. If we don't show a video of Paul <laughs> dancing once again. Oh, listen. <laughs> that video is now <laughs> gone around. Oh. Everybody has now seen that video. What's your socials? Socials. Ah, auto hobby photography. Uh, at, that's at auto auto, uh, auto hobby photography <laughs> on Instagram. Um, auto hobby photography on Facebook. And uh, I guess my personal Instagram handle is underscore the real hef. Yeah, I haven't touched that one. In <laughs> and just just to verify before we close this out, if if somebody that wasn't looking for a car photographer, like say somebody wanted a wedding photography or maternity photography done is that something that you would also do through your page if somebody reached out to you absolutely that was local absolutely so remember that if anyone sees this and they're local to Fort Mac and you need a photographer he's more than just automotive even if it's his name is auto take off the auto and just like multi <laughs> yeah. just multi hobby <laughs> multi hobby okay? <laughs> and what's your handles uh, my socials are Paul Gracie underscore on Instagram also gravy drifts on Instagram. Uh, and yeah, that's it. I don't have a Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Gracie. Yeah, athlete. Paul Gracie, my personal Facebook page, but I won't accept you if I don't know you. Yeah. Somewhat. It's like, uh, Somewhat. It's like cate- category athlete. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, thanks for watching and uh, thanks for coming in, bud. Thanks for having me, brother. Yes, Appreciate it. <laughs>
That was... Ugh, Dylan, you son of a bitch! <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs>